Here we are. It's allow me to be frank. And I'm on the road in Chicago, in case you can't tell by the sign over there. Um, checking out the National Card Show with uh, Coach Duggs and, uh, of course, going to uh, Wrigley Field today. And uh, later in the week, we're going to hit uh, White Sox Park as the Mets. Look like they're not doing anything. They're sitting on their fucking hands. <laughs> well, Frank, it's great to be back for another episode of Allow Me to Be Frank, presented by Feltman's, of course, the best hot dog in the world. Um, yeah, you're reporting live from Central Time out in Chicago tonight. Uh, before we get into the Mets and the MLB trade deadline, uh, how's your trip been? And uh, take us a little, through a little, uh, you know, walkthrough of your trip to Wrigley Field today. Well, well of course, uh Something went wrong. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I, I thought I heard you something clip drop. Uh, well, you know, we started Tuesday. Actually, uh, it started Monday night. We went to the Met doubleheader, watched a whopping total of three runs scored. As the Mets' offense is anemic, <laughs> and terrible, all at the same time. Yeah, I mean, the... the Is the... working? Yeah. you hearing the bump, bump, bump? No. Where'd you get that microphone? It's the regular microphone I usually use. I can hear you loud and clear, just uh, can't hear the bumps of the microphone. That tells me I might be recording on the uh, the MacBook audio. This MacBook, Every day, unless it says Apple on it, it says, fuck you, world. I mean, nope, only only Apple products. And the uh, Jabadi Apple microphone adapter, it costs only $700,000. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just one payment, one lifetime payment of seven hundred. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, nothing that's not Apple doesn't work with Apple. That's why I fucking hate Apple. I want to get a whole bunch of different things and put them together, but Apple, nope, has to be Apple. When they mark up of eighty nine percent. Frank, you've been hitting a lot of different ballparks this week. Uh, I know you went to go see the lowly Pirates at PNC before uh, before Wrigley and City Field. Yeah, well, like I said, well, Doug's uh, Tuesday, we drove across Pennsylvania. And, uh, yes, you know, you don't want to drive straight through from New York to Chicago. So uh, he had the bright idea of uh, stopping in Pittsburgh for tonight or stopping near Pittsburgh. And since we were going to be near Pittsburgh, why not check out the uh, PNC Park? And how was that experience? Beautiful ballpark, downtown, probably one of the best stadiums in baseball. It is wasted on a terrible Tiger Pirates team. Weren't they getting? Didn't they get absolutely blown out at the game you were at too? Yeah, you were down eight nothing with nobody out in the uh, second inning. The final scores were ninety nothing. The Pirates were re- didn't look like they were interested in playing. Just a terrible, terrible, terrible game. Yeah, well, that team's packed it in, especially now that they're selling off their players. Well, well, just like the Mets. I mean, they're, they're sitting on their fucking hands as Taiwan Walker now sucks. The pitching just isn't doing what it should be doing. Uh, and it doesn't sound like anything's coming. 
Yeah, I mean, right now. Okay, you froze. My screen's froze, but you can hear me, right? Yeah. Right now, John Heyman saying that the Mets are talking about a package trade for Chris Bryant and Zach Davies, which seems like the most logical move at this point. Well, I kept walking around Wrigley Field saying that I'm here to take them to City Field with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe that they weren't able to play their final game at Wrigley Field today? That was a disgrace. Like, they must have thought that – they must have were told by the front office that there was going to be a trade in the game. But still, like, you got to let them take the field for one last time. They how, about, how about coming up for a pinch hitting appearance? The uh, things were so bad. The uh, the Cubs were down six to three in the eighth inning, and they sent up the pitcher to hit. That's just a disgrace. Instead of a pinch hitter, they end up losing six to four. Cubs hit uh, hit three home runs in the game. I mean, they they could have a chance to win the game, except they brought in uh, a pitcher who really just was t- a relief pitcher that didn't retire a single batter. Oh, my God. And somehow the Yankees have been able to pull a rabbit out of the hat the last two days, and one of those moves was acquiring Anthony Rizzo today. Yep, uh, and he's going to be a Yankee for life now. He's, <laughs> yeah. got family, he's got family in New Jersey. He's got, uh, his family owns the Lindhurst Bake Shop, Pastry Shop, and uh, from my understanding, they might, uh, they, he's, uh, he has like relatives that like own part of the Arlington Diner. That's right, yeah. We, we've talked about this on the show before. Um, not uh, only not only that, but Joey Gallo's family's from New York, so he grew up a huge diehard Yankees fan, Giants, Rangers, Knicks. Oh, wait a second. They didn't get Joey Gallo. They got Joey Gallo. Yeah, there we go. Clearing up that confusion there that everyone's been wondering. Yeah, Joey Gallo's dead. Yeah. Everybody you know what that's from, don't you? Yeah, I do. Explain it for the <laughs> listeners who don't know. Come on, it's one of the timeless movies. What is it? Yes, you know you don't know what that quote's from? No, I actually don't. I was kidding. Oh. Okay. Uh, in uh, my cousin Vinny. Yeah. When uh, the the judge tries to figure out how many cases, um, Joe Pesci had tried. My co- he says, "Well, that that that's that's because I'm using a fake name. My real name is uh, Joey Gallo." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, oh, I, and he goes, yeah, he goes, and then he's talking to Mr. Tobey, goes, oh, yeah, he's pretty famous. Unfortunately, you didn't read the article. He was killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then the judge pulls him back in later and he goes, Joey Gallo's dead. Oh, no, 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 I wasn't. Joey Gallo's dead. Yeah, of course. I didn't say Joey Gallo. I said I'm Joey Gallo. Gallo, yeah, that's right. I can't believe I forgot that. That's such a Thomas classic, that movie, My Cousin Vinny. I mean, I that, that, line is just, that line just add, just makes everything. And the, 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 the fact there's a baseball player named Joey Gallo now. I know, that's crazy. And uh, the Yankees got him. They got Rizzo basically for nothing. Just what and if the Mets can't get if the Mets can't get Chris Bryant, then they failed. Failed. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. At this point, everyone's saying the price for Jose Barrios is too high, and even if they the get twi- the, 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 the Twins are fucking out of their fucking mind. They're gonna be. They're gonna be uh, the, the, next year. Next year, you watch. They, they'll be out of the race again, and you'll be begging people to take uh, Barrios and getting shit for him. They, they literally want Miguel. 
Yeah, and the fact is, if Ronnie Mauricio is really being discussed with the Twins and the Twins wouldn't do that deal, they're crazy. Ronnie Mauricio is great. I really don't want to see him go. But for Chris Bryant, I'm willing to let him go. Yeah, especially the fact that they just invested in the next decade in Francisco Lindor. Yep. Uh, now, um, as I so yeah, Pittsburgh was a beautiful. That bar book is beautiful. They actually have a barbecue place in the stadium. With man, that's run by Manny Sanguin. Really? He just, he just sits there and people come up and take pictures with him. That's amazing. And it's called Manny's Barbecue Pit. That probably draws more attraction than uh, the games themselves. Outside the, uh, in the outfield bleachers, they have this thing called the River Walk. Uh-huh. Where you're in the ballpark, but you're walking along the river. One of, the, one of the three rivers that's in Pittsburgh, you know, the, uh, the uh, Allegheny, the Monongahela, and the Ohio. I'm not sure exactly what river it is, but it, you, and in the background, you have the downtown and these bridges that just like glow. And you're walking up and down this river walk behind, uh, behind the, uh, the bleachers. Is that your first time in Pittsburgh? Yes. No, second time. Second time, but you really sounds like you enjoyed your experience. It really is a wonderful ballpark. It's wasted on a terrible team. You know, if there's any justice in the world, the, the Tampa Bay Rays would be playing in that stadium and the Pirates would be playing at Tropicana Field. Yeah, seems like it was deserving ball clubs. Uh, what's the Pirates theme song, Frank? I think he sung it last the other night. What do you do with a shitty ball club? What do you do with a shitty ball club? What do you do with a shitty ball club? Named in Pittsburgh Pirates. I tell you, the Pirates—they are just terrible, and they—they uh, they have an owner that fans in Pittsburgh hate, and the stadium—they—they they don't go to games anymore. Where fans are, are legitimately will not buy tickets to go to see the Pirates play because of it. I'm just I was talking to some fans. Says that now a lot of people don't come here anymore because they don't like the owner. The owner's name is like Bob Nutting, and it's called Bob Nut—no Nutting, spend Nutting. Yeah, that's pretty accurate considering how bad they've been. The fact that they were on like a 20-year playoff drought until 2012. Well, no, it wasn't a 20-year playoff drought. It was 20 years without a winning season. A winning season, yeah, even worse. Yeah, and they they made the, they got the wild cards three straight years, had some really good years, but couldn't. Uh, they, had, they only won one of those wild card games, and now they're back to <clears throat> being one of the worst teams in baseball. And what makes things even worse is that the Mets lost. <laughs> the Mets did not play well against them before or after the All-Star break. And meanwhile, the Mets, the, the Braves are coming. The Phillies are coming. I mean, the Phillies, what did they do today? Did they, did they sweep the Nationals? They came. They, well, no, they lost last night to the Nationals. but then Or uh, two nights ago to the Nationals. They were postponed last night. But then today, they lost the first game of the doubleheader. And then they came back from down 7-0 in the second game and won. Uh, I mean, I'm tired of that happening. I'm really tired of the Phillies with these comebacks. It, it feels like 2007 all over again. Yeah, I mean, the Mets have it played. It really does. Frank, the Mets have been 23 and 24 in their last 47 games. Or no, uh, 22 and 23 in their last 45 games. So they played under 500 for over the last, like, six weeks or so. And meanwhile, the, the Phillies... Uh, as, uh, as uh, Jason Stark with that shit-eating grin. That's <laughs> like 2007. So well, at, least, at 
The lead only did, 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 or as Gary Jordan said, the lead is a skinny game. <laughs> yeah, Frank, you weren't a fan of the Gary Thorne uh, called series, were you? And the Phillies, their next, their uh, next, uh, the Phillies play the Pirates next. So that'll be easy for them. Uh, let me see. What, what, what's the? Let me see the Philly schedule over the next. Uh, and, and here it is. Uh, let me see the schedule. All right. They play the Pirates, the Nationals, the Diamondbacks, the Pirates, the Orioles. Uh, then they play the. Uh, the Rockies, then they play the Diamondbacks. They're playing the Mets next weekend, though. That's when they'll fall out of the first. Well, also... With Jared Jerkoff pitching, because the Mets couldn't get anything done. Oh, my God. Yeah, he threw the ball against the fence in Syracuse and then proceeded to give up 10 runs. Yeah, that's his new nickname. It's, it's, not, it's now Jared Jerkoff. <laughs> That's a hell of a nickname. Um, but, yeah, and then in that span, too, Frank, in the coming weeks, the Mets are playing the Dodgers 7 out of 10, 7 times in 10 days. And the no, Dodgers it's even got, worse than that. It's even worse than that. They have to play the Giants, too. It's 13 straight against the Dodgers and Giants. Yeah, that's really bad. And the fact that uh, the Dodgers just acquired Max Scherzer and Trey Turner and are looking very scary. They're getting Corey Seager back tomorrow. And meanwhile, the Mets continue just to sit on their fucking hands. Rich Hill's not going to cut it. In all likelihood, the Mets probably still could win the division, but they're not going anywhere in the playoffs with this current team unless they make a big splash. I mean, no, they're not winning the division with this, uh, with, unless they make a trade. Yeah, and they have to, and there's pressure. Apparently, Steve Cohen's putting pressure on the front office to make a move. Well... If if they don't, then they have to fire Sandy Olson. You think so? I think he's running interference. I think he's still he's still will pawning it. Whatever happens, like I'm headed to the game tomorrow. Whatever happens, I hope it's done tomorrow morning and before the 4 p.m. deadline because that's going to match up for like right when I get to the stadium tomorrow is the deadline. Huh. Well, you know something that doesn't have a deadline? Hot dogs. That's right. And uh, America's first hot dog company, the original hot dog company, is Feltman's. Yes, Charles Feltman invented the hot dog. And Feltman's today is a veteran-owned business, which was revived in 2015 by a pair of brothers from Brooklyn, Joe Quinn, a former Army captain, and his brother, Michael. And they did it to honor their late brother, Jimmy, who was killed in the September 11th attacks at the World Trade Center. You know, with a team of military veterans that has collectively served over 110 months in combat, Feltman's is now one of the fastest-growing food companies in the United States. Their 100% all-beef, all-natural hot dogs are available for purchase online and at Whole Foods. When you use the code FRANK at checkout at Feltman's.us, that's right, use the promo code FRANK at checkout, you get 20% off your order. 
at feltmans.us. That's feltmans.us. Use the promo code FRANK for 20% off your order. You know, they meant uh, they ship super fast, and it'll be the perfect addition to your next family cookout. Again, that's use the code FRANK at feltmans.us for 20% off your order. They taste amazing. They're the healthiest dog on the planet. I love them. They're the best hot dogs you can get. And Allow Me to Be Frank is proudly presented by Feltman's. Proud indeed. And Frank, speaking of all these ballparks and Wrigley Field, have you been enjoying any nice hot dogs in any of these parks or new cities? Uh, the hot dog at PNC was basically a single, and that's being kind. Um, the hot dog at Wrigley Field wasn't awful. It had a good snap. It's got that, that the bun was good. It's got like a... a, a like a sesame seed, like Kaiser type, not pop, maybe poppy, something like not, not quite poppy. I, I don't know, but it's a seeded bun, and it's uh, definitely a unique taste. The Vienna all beef is uh, what they use, and that's the, that's that seems to be the the standard fare in uh, Chicagoland. It's it's very popular. Uh, now they have those ridiculous Chicago dogs. Where they just like drag it through the fucking garden. They put anything on it. Uh, fucking tomatoes, peppers, pickles, onions, fucking anything you name it. But the one thing they don't do is they fucking ketchup. So Chicago at least understands that ketchup is fucking trash. <laughs> and uh, it was a decent dog. Uh, for a ballpark dog, the dog at Wrigley Field was solid. You were staying away from that uh, Chicago dog with the works, of course, right? Yeah, uh, well, we'll see. Hmm. Boy, we are just struggling in every event at the Olympics right now. Can you believe all these bad losses that the USA basketball team has suffered? They lost again? No, well, I was talking about the previous ones. Oh. Well, the only one I counted was the one against uh, France. Yeah, that was bad. And uh, the, the China keeps winning, and, and uh, Samantha got me. No country better exemplifies sacrifice and a country and people working together for the greater good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Frank, uh, what did you think about uh, Simone Biles? You know... When she first said that she didn't feel like uh, that she was depressed or was like going through mental issues, that sounded weak. But when she sat down and said that she has something called the, what was it the twisties? Yeah, that could be like a, a more than a, a more than uh, um, uh, they said it's a, it's sort of like vertigo that come that happens to gymnasts that get lost sometimes when they do the flips. And it's like they lose their, like, sense of, like, direction in the air. I mean, it would have been nice to see her at least try. But, you know, she didn't try. Yeah. But, but if she's really, like, like the, if the twisties is, like, the issue and she's afraid she's going to break her neck, I guess. I guess that's the deal. Yeah, no, I can't say I blame him there. But, yeah, it's obviously disappointing not really getting to see her compete because she's obviously, like, one of the best, if not the best, out there competing. So, Well, if you go over her whole career, I think she's won more events than any other gymnast ever. 
Yeah, no, she's she's had an amazing career. It's no understating that. Frank, I want to uh, shift a little bit back to some Mets and trade deadline topics. Um, what have you been thinking about Edwin Diaz recently? And do you think the Mets need to kind of go out and acquire a closer now? I, he's I, if they can't get a closer, I certainly would try. You think Craig Kimbrell? That's the perfect one. Yeah, if they're really talking splash, like I know they want to go another starter, but Carrasco's coming back tomorrow. DeGrom's going to be back soon. That gives them six. I'll tell you one person. Retail. I'll tell you one person that uh, we should be glad they uh, don't look at. And remember, I said there was a Cub pitcher that didn't retire a batter? Yeah. T. Miguel. Yeah, well, Tyler McGill's been great. And I think he's earned his spot in the rotation. They they yeah. should not take him out. Well, the guy, the Cub, the guy for the Cubs that, like, and it was a close game two out. Where the Reds scored uh, two runs early, and the Cubs took a 3-2 lead, and the, Cubs, and the Reds bounced back and made it 4-3, and then uh, this one pitcher just, like, just imploded. And uh, that pitcher was Trevor McGill. Trevor McGill, okay. That's interesting. Uh, wait, wait, I, uh, Frank, that's his brother. Did you know I know. That? Yes, I did. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're from the same uh, gene pool, though, how good Tyler's been compared to his brother. I mean, uh, I mean, he stunk it up. Yeah, that's sad to hear. Uh, his brother has been great for the Mets, honestly. He has the second lowest ERA through the first seven starts in Mets history behind Nolan Ryan. I mean, I, I still can't believe how the fucking Phillies won again. There, there was two games this series that the Nationals had meltdowns in. Yeah, and Brad Hand blew two really big saves in the past week, and then he got traded to the Blue Jays. Well, I guess you could say the Nationals are no longer in the picture, so it's down to the Mets, Phillies, and Braves. Yeah, and the Braves should not even be in it with Acuna being out for the year, but the Braves lineup is still very good. Well, Austin Riley is now like the uh, certified Met murderer. Yeah, he's he's resumed the role of Chipper Jones. I don't know what it, what it's about with uh, Atlanta third baseman, but they kill the Mets. Uh, by the way, I, I, I like seeing uh, Garrett Cole's line today. I was sitting at the uh, Wrigley Field, of course, and I found out the Yankees lost uh, 14 to nothing, and uh, Garrett Cole was the starting pitcher. I mean, spider attack, spider attack. Garakoi ain't shit without spider attack. Once they started checking, Sandy Lord started losing. Look out. He has no spider attack. The Yankees have issues in their rotation, and they have issues in their bullpen. So, so they acquired two sluggers? And somehow they still think that they're in on Berrios and, you know, other pitching around the market. But, like, they've been giving up. Nothing for these players. I I mean, uh, Garakol, this they had a reliever today. Abreu allowed uh, the the six runs without retiring a batter. Yeah, Albert Abreu. And and the Phillies, the Phillies are definitely going to sweep the fucking Pirates. Yeah, at this point, especially with Adam Frazier out of town and Tyler Anderson. The the Pirates right now look like they they don't look like a team that doesn't even want to play. Uh, to, uh, they lost today to uh, 
the game I went to, they lost uh, nine to nothing. But no, was it nine to one? Did they score one, one meaningless run at the end? He might have. And they lost today, twelve to nothing. It's unbelievable. And Frank, beyond the trade deadline news, the Mets they got swept by the Brewers, nine nothing, seven three, twelve nothing. Oh my God. The They're Mets are fine. And, and meanwhile, the Mets are playing the Reds. We're playing well, and and they're going to basically do nothing. And, and um, Carrasco could only pitch like three innings from all, so we'll be seeing Jared Jerkoff probably take another turn of rotation next week. Well, they DFA'd him again. Uh, they said probably four to five innings for Carrasco is the hope tomorrow. Untied to Jared Jerkoff. I think he's probably hopefully pitched his last inning as a Met, but. The black jerseys are coming back tomorrow, Frank. How do you feel about that? If they don't, if they win, good. If not, I hate them. <laughs> so you're thinking if they're either a good juju or bad juju, depending on tomorrow's outcome. Yes. God, I really hope they win tomorrow. I don't want to hear that <laughs> about the black uniforms. We heard it from the white uniforms, and now could possibly be the black uniforms, depending on what happens. And if Carrasco, who knows? Who knows how he does tomorrow? No, no well, we'll see. I, I, I just have a funny feeling by this time next week, the yeah, Mets will be in third place. And that's kind of a brutal schedule coming up. And they're really taking it slow with Jacob deGrom. Uh, still no timeline for him to return, even though they keep saying it's going to be soon. He's not coming back. I think if that were true, they definitely would be more aggressive in acquiring a top-end starter. But who nope. knows at this point? Nope. And now Taiwan Walker sucks, so it, 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 it's hopeless. Yeah, I mean, Walker was really good through the first three innings, didn't allow a hit, and then it just all fell apart in the fourth and fifth, and Austin Riley was part of that reason. Every, every year, it, 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 it's hopeless. You know, it's not hopeless. I do. The Olympics, Euros, baseball, major championships – and concerts are all happening right now. We got the NBA draft today. Although I don't think this has been a great draft year, especially with the uh, Nets picking at the bottom and nothing's really going on. I don't think you're even the franchise player this year, but it's going on and the trade deadline's small. So with all this happening, you know what shouldn't be happening? A wild and hairy bush. You know, you need to tame your pubes. And you could do that with the help of our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Their fourth-generation performance package includes the brand-new lawnmower 4.0. Yes, you heard me. 4.0! You know, if an athlete treats their body like royalty, why not treat your pubes like an Olympic gold medal? Fellas, do the right thing. Fireballs and join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the promo code TANK and you get 20% off at Ma- and 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped. I mean, you get to tame your and tame your summer swamp with Manscaped. You see, the world is opening up. The 4.0 package from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside that package, you find a 4.0 lawn mower trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose tear trimmer, the crop preserver, ball deodorant, you know, 
Sometimes in the summer you sweat and you get that stank. The crop reviver, toner, and you get two free gifts. Performance boxer briefs and the shed travel bag. Come on. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code TANK at 20% off and free shipping. That's 20% off and free shipping with the promo code TANK at manscaped.com. Come on. You got to you got to. Take care of that summer swamp in your pants. Come on. You got to do it. That you do. And, uh, Frank, in other news, uh, we have some bad news this summer, at least as of this week. Uh, the Mets' first-round pick, Kumar Rocker, hit They're a gonna snap. They're going to lose him. He'll sign with the Braves, and he'll beat the Mets 18 times a year. <laughs> yeah, of course, that deadline for draft picks to sign is Sunday. So, um it's kind of coming down to the wire here. The Mets are concerned about his elbow, apparently. Well, how many players have they signed that get, like, Tommy John surgery anyway? So why don't they just fucking sign him, get it over with? Scott Boras has a grudge against the Mets. It's still, you know, it, when I see things like this, it still feels like the Will Ponds are still here. Yeah, between that and, uh, like you said, with the trade deadline, too, that nothing's really happened so far on there. Hill is not going to cut it. Rich Hill is not going to cut it. Plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, I think the Mets definitely need to uh, need to make a big splash if they really want to win the division and, and go deep into the postseason this year. This is a special team, and they've been through a lot, and they kind of deserve the reinforcements at this point. <sighs> I just feel nothing's happening, and Michael Cano 4. Michael Cano 4 will be the reason they don't make the playoffs. He will end the year batting 170. And he will be the ultimate drag in the lineup. You ever notice that Michael Knofor is so bad that the hitter in front of him and the hitter behind him can't hit either. It's almost like he's a black hole in the lineup. He's had a nightmare year, and he's had a nightmare go of it against lefties. He's batting with 125 against lefties after today. And how come every lefty that comes on the mound just, just kills us? Slays the Mets. Yeah, it's more of a reason that they, they need a guy like Chris Bryant, honestly, another right-handed yeah. uh, hitter they're with They're going to do it, and Chris Bryant will end up either on the Phillies or the Braves. Mark my words. Is that your prediction for the trade deadline tomorrow? Yep. The Phillies are going to get Bryant and uh, Kimbrell. The uh, Braves will get uh, Baez. The Mets will sell us on uh, Rich Hill, and, and maybe they'll get some scrap. Go get uh, Chris Davis. Oh, God. For who? Pete Alonzo? You know, I heard uh, Brody wanted to do that trade. He probably would have. The only thing that the only thing that killed it is the Orioles didn't want to pay his salary. Yeah, of course. That would have been a disaster. Mitigated disaster. But, well, Frank, did you? Did you guys go to the card show today, or are you going, or uh, did you already go to the card show, or are you going to the no, card show? No, yeah, we're going to hit that tomorrow. What, what are your uh, feelings on that? You excited? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I have a bunch of people emailing me. Boy, I tell you, the fans just sometimes, they, they, they come out of everywhere, every direction. Went to Wrigley Field today. Uh, we the Dugs wanted to uh, do, uh, uh, do, do some content on the bleachers, and we had great seats. 
Big Cat hook us up. We're like, uh, I mean, we're in the seats, uh, like the uh, the hoity toddy in front of us, but we're in the front row. We're like a hundred feet from home plate. God. So Doug's wanted to do something in the bleachers, and they wouldn't let us into the bleacher section because we had to have tickets. Oh my God. And then someone gave it, came out of the bleacher seat says, uh, and gave him, uh, as they were leaving, gave us their tickets. He says, no, those aren't your tickets. You can't come in. Oh, you didn't pull the bar stool card? And then someone else tried to talk, like like another, uh, the, uh, the, the people from Chicago says, no, I can't let them in. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I, I, I mean, it's it like, like, I, she's going home. I'm not that. I stopped content from being made. <laughs> yeah, good for him. It's just like the alcohol enforcement officers. You know, uh, you know, they they go to the little schools. The yeah, like uh, what you would call uh, third grade. Hey kids, what do you want to be when I grow? You grow up. I want to be a fireman. I want to be. I want to be a teacher. I want to be a baseball player. I want to be an alcohol enforcement compliance officer. I am going to stop everything. <laughs> I'm going to be the one that comes in and pulls the plug. Yes, that's me. Yes. Thank you, little Buzz Killington. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, what else do you guys have planned beyond the card show? Uh, we're going to try to hit a, uh, we're gonna hit a White Sox game. We did that. Uh, they're going to do some raw dogging places and try some other restaurants around Chicago. You're going to go for the deep dish pizza or no? I think I asked you about this recently. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Did Portillo's. Did Portillo's tonight. How was that? It was all right. We'll go see the reviews. What'd you get? I got a regular hot dog, one of the crazy shit hot dogs, and a uh, Italian beef sandwich. Sound a little disappointed though. It was okay. A little overrated, you think? Well, you'll see the reviews. All right, I'm looking forward to that. When are those going to drop? Uh, probably maybe a month or two, depending how fast my de- editor get it done. True. All right. Well, I'm excited to see that. Uh, after the White Sox game, what are you guys going to do? And uh, like, what well, are you- we're going to start heading back on Sunday. Heading back Sunday. Yeah, uh, uh, Doug's is talking. And I, I don't know what day we'll hit it. Maybe uh, it depends how fast we can get back there and the, the hit, possibly hitting the uh, Hall of Fame in Canton. Oh, that would be too perfect. Have you ever been there? No. No, so that's probably been high on your bucket list then, right? Yes. Well, Rigby Field was high, it was high on there too. It, it really is just a wonderful ballpark. The only thing I'm disappointed is that uh, Rigby Field now has the sound system. Yeah, what's up with that? They uh, they used to not have a sound system. So the only thing they would have is the organ playing throughout the game. Yeah, I, the sound system kind of ruins it at a lot of parks, and the Yankees love to blast that at their stadium for some reason. Oh, it's it's horrible. Yeah, it's really not a good addition. Some, te- some teams... Some teams are able to like like 
it's not loud and overwhelming. I mean, City Field sometimes could get loud and overwhelming, but at least they try to do like some fun things between innings. But just playing like loud music between innings sucks. Yeah, City Field loves to play uh, Piano Man every night. Yep. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's just just a loud music. It's loud. It's nothing else but loud. And uh, I miss the old days when it was just the organ playing. Yeah, it's too bad you couldn't have experienced it with, with just the organ. And that would it. I mean, Wrigley Field is still a great, timeless, classic ballpark. The Ivy, the wooden scoreboard. And, of course, I saw the Mets lose on the wooden scoreboard. I saw the Yankees lose on the scoreboard. And the fucking Phillies fucking never – come back every fucking game. Because the fucking Nationals fucking suck. They only play the Mets hard. You ever notice that? The, the Nationals are like, like have terrible records against the Braves and the Phillies, but they kick the Mets fucking ass. Like, like the fucking Marlins. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just like the Marlins, too. The Mets just play down to the, the, their opponent's level too much. Too fucking much. What's it like been going to, uh, for you going to games where it's, there's no rooting interest? Uh, I could actually enjoy the ballpark and not feel like tense watching it. Well, you're having your eyes on the Mets game, so while you're there. Yeah, well, when I'm at City Field, I feel tense, tension, especially when it's a game where there's the, where uh, they just can't score. Or it, it, I mean, there's times where it looks like the Mets. Uh, I mean, they, they just look at the last this year's against the Braves. No runs, one run, two runs, three runs. Yeah, it was, get it done. And they had six runs, but it's when they got blown out, twelve to six. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like like it's like the it's like the Mets are stirring cement with a straw with their offense. Yeah, and obviously, like Nimmo's kind of cooled down, and Conforto's been you know had a tough year. Michael, Michael Cano for. That's his name. He's Michael Canofor. At this point, it's just, it's not, I mean, Alonzo and McNeil are the only two hitting, and it's not a championship lineup. That's why they need to bring in an impact bat. I mean, who knows when Lindor's coming back? I think three to five more weeks. I, I, I mean, they, they need to get DeGrom back as, as soon as possible. They need Carrasco to be good. They need Walker to, to fix himself from whatever the fuck happened at the All-Star break. I mean, I, 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 I literally, if Jared Eikhoff or Jerkoff or Fuckoff, whatever you want to fucking call him, starts another game, the Mets should give any fan that goes to see him fucking pitch a fucking refund because he's the worst fucking pitcher in all of fucking baseball. God. So he's now at the top of your shit list above Corey Oswalt. I'd rather see Corey Oswalt pitch every fucking day than ever see Jared fucking Eikhoff again. Wow, that's crazy. Corey Oswald every day over Ike off one day. You know, I, I, I literally, once it was 10 to, 10 to 1 or 10 to nothing the other day, they should have literally let him in there, stay in the game until his fucking arm fell off. And so, thought, go by, goodbye, see you fucking never. I thought they would have kept him in a little longer after that, but. I mean, they should not waste any fucking pitchers when that motherfucker pitches. That's like giving the fucking game up. 
Well, they would have just even been better off in that situation going with Yenzi Diaz and Drew Smith and hoping that each could give you three innings. I, I mean, he, he is beyond terrible. The real question is, too, is why, why they, you know, are so scared to throw Nick Tropiano out there. He couldn't be worse. Yeah, that's kind of the way you got to look at it, too. How about uh, Brandon Dreary? Are you still uh, down on him? Yes, he sucks. He's batting over 300 now. Yeah, but if he played every day, he'd be back under 100. Well, let's hope he doesn't have to play every day. It was a big home run he had last night, though, to give them the win, partially. Yeah. And as as bad as Conforto's been at the plate, he did save uh, Diaz and bailed the Mets out last night with that throw home. Yeah, well, maybe if he actually hits, has some fucking home runs that they wouldn't have to ha- be so fucking tense. He has to make that fucking throw. <laughs> He's bat one goddamn motherfucking 90. I, I I believe that if you bat under fucking 200, you shouldn't even be in the fucking majors. You should be sitting right down to the fucking minors. God. Well, Frank, before we roll into Ask the Tank, uh, what's your final prediction then for the Mets at the deadline tomorrow? Absolutely fucking nothing. You think so? The Wilpons Will never fucking left. Oh, God. So there we go. What do you think the best case scenario for them is? Getting Chris Bryant. They gotta fucking get him. They need a fucking bat. They could use another fucking pitcher, preferably a reliever. I mean, I'm tired of it. Yeah, things aren't looking good right now, but hopefully. Uh, What's the lead now? Two, uh, one and a half games. No, I believe they are three. They're either three up or three and a half up in the East. That's not going to cut it. They're three and a half up on the Phillies, and they're four up on the Braves after the series. Not, not when they, not when the 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 uh, the August run comes. God. Well, on that note, uh, we do have some assets. Prediction, the prediction: They're going to go one in twelve in that stretch against the Dodgers and Giants. Yep. And then ESPN's celebrating how great it is when LA sports teams win. God. Yeah, I don't, the Dodgers are obviously the favorites now. ESPN has now become LA and Boston. That's the two teams they all root for. Can you believe that uh, Ken Rosenthal had it wrong about, uh, he said the Padres were about on the verge of getting um, Max Scherzer? Well, Bob Nightingale says, uh, the, the, uh, which one call? Uh, Buster only says the Mets are going to get nothing and they better fucking, and they, and they better like it. And he had, like, the gift of uh, Ted Knight in uh, which one call? Caddyshack. God. He really hates the Mets. Well, he did report Trevor Bauer to the Mets and was totally wrong, but that was actually the best thing that ever happened to them. He, 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 he's, he's got to find, he, he, the defense he's using, he's almost got to prove that's the defense. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he's done. I don't think he'll ever throw, he'll never throw a pitch again for the Dodgers, that's for sure. With that contract, who's, how are they, they going to get rid of it? Yeah, well, I, I, they don't have to pay him for the rest of this year. That's how they were able to get Scherzer. And shame on the Nationals for trading Trey Turner away. 
That's someone who you lock up and extend long term. Still had another year of control, and they just shipped him off. And you know, Scherzer's done. Not Scherzer. Uh, Strasburg is done. Yeah, Strasburg's probably done for his career. Got the TOS. Nobody's ever come back from the TOS. No. Uh, which McCall? Um, Harvey's not the only one that's had it. Uh, Jaime Garcia of the uh, Cardinals had it. Tyler Thornburg, I believe, had it from the Brewers. And Jaime Garcia was a decent pitcher before he had it. And then he faded away quickly. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. But we actually got some really good ass to tank tonight, Frank. Uh, first up is Henry B. And he said, would you rather never eat a hot, another hot dog again or every hot dog you eat automatically comes with ketchup? If I had to have ketchup on a hot dog, I probably wouldn't eat it. So you just never eat hot dogs again? I hate ketchup. I don't put ketchup on my uh, fries. What do you put on your burgers? Nothing. Maybe oh. cheese every now and then. Maybe bacon. That's it. Nothing. God. The next question is from Side Retired Pod. Um, if the Mets could reunite with one player this deadline, who should it be? Realistic only, so not Zach Wheeler or Jared Kalenic. He said, I'm thinking more along the lines of a guy like Wilmer Flores or Estrubo Cabrera. Who would you take? Estrubo Cabrera is not real. Uh, not, Wilmer Flores is not realistic. Well, yeah, because he's playing for a contender. So, Estrubo Cabrera, I wouldn't mind them bringing back Estrubo Cabrera. Fair enough. Um, not Michael Conforto wants to know, do you have an update on Ralph? Don't ask that question. Next question. Moving on. All right. Lou Ragu says, what did you bring for road trip snacks on the way to Chicago? And what are your top four favorite road trip snacks? Uh, well, I buy things at convenience stores. But road trip snacks are, uh, I think the best ones would probably be Slim Jim. Uh, maybe uh, the uh, honey barbecue flavor. These things. From Fritos, uh, uh, Milky Way bar, and Reese's peanut butter cups. That's not bad. What What did you just show us? What were those things you're yeah. walking around? Fritos flavored honey barbecue twist. Oh, that looks like this. I didn't know you were a Fritos guy, Frank. Yeah, those are really good. Damn. All right. Well, that's a pretty good selection. Um, and unfortunately, I can't have Reese's. I like Milky Ways. Can't have Reese's. I'm allergic. Well, you know, ice cream makes me sick. So at least you have that. Yeah, that's true. I'm not. I'm not dairy intolerant. That that is something I'm definitely fortunate of. Um, I believe there's a Cubs fan in our mentions on Ask the Tank. He doesn't have a question, but he said, Frank, I love you, but you curse the Cubs again. So. <laughs> they curse themselves. 
hopefully you being at the Wrigley Field didn't curse the Mets into not getting Bryant. It's not going to happen. Buster only says there's no chance it happens. Um, yep, and at this point, I think uh, the last question we have is from BKBet22. And he says, Frank, are you going to come to Arizona for the Barstool Bowl? You need to try a Sonoran dog. A what dog? Sonoran dog. I've never heard of that before. I well, guess that's an Arizona thing. We'll see uh, New Year's Eve, uh, the, the uh, Barstool Arizona Bowl. So, Frank, I just looked it up. A Sonoran dog is an Arizona uh, hot dog that you get in Phoenix and Tuscan, Arizona. And it consists of a hot dog that is wrapped in bacon and grilled, served on a Bolillo-style hot dog bun, topped with pinto beans, onions, tomatoes, and a variety of additional condiments, often including mayonnaise, mustard, and jalapeno salsa. Well, I'll do the bacon dog. Fair enough. But on that note, Frank, buckle up. We're probably going to have a crazy deadline. Uh, The deadline is just uh, less than 12 hours away now, and uh, it should be an interesting one. Hopefully the Mets will propel themselves into World Series contenders tomorrow. Well, we'll see. I just feel that it's just always half-assed. The Wilpons never left. Kumar Rocker is going to be gone. He'll sign with the Braves. And the misery will never end. There you have it. Negative vibes only, I guess. But, Frank, get ready for tomorrow. Uh, Thanks to everyone for listening again this week. Remember to rate, download, review, and subscribe. Follow Frank at NJTank99. Follow the podcast at FrankTheTankPod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Regazzo Report on Twitter and Instagram and our producer, Nick Buono, at Nick B Media on Twitter and Instagram. Frank, if you have any music, take us out with a little song. Chicago, Chicago, a toddling town. The town that Billy Sunday tried to shut down. Chicago, Chicago, a toddling town. I don't know the rest of the words of the song Chicago. Click like, subscribe. See you next week. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War!